What's Golden Universe? You know what it is. We's back at it. It's TBD Podcast. I'm your host. So what's up? Red. You already know who's up with that. Oh, it's your boy Jamal, aka Gil, aka Gil. But then again, we said we're not doing AKAs no more this year, so just Jamal. Just Jamal. We're just doing Jamal. Jamal. Well, I'm just gonna call you Gil. That's what I've been calling you. Anyway, how was your Valentine's Day? We've been gone for a minute. It's been about a week and, and a few pennies. How, how was yep. how was your Valentine's Day? How was how was how was? Uh, we actually celebrated the Thursday before. We just went out to dinner. We haven't gone out to dinner. We got dressed up for going out. We haven't gone out to a nice dinner in a while. So we just went out for a nice dinner, mm-hmm. hang out. Uh, we're supposed to be taking some pictures sometime soon, but you know, when you uh, in the middle of a pandemic and you've been married for as long as we've been married. Right, Six right. years going on seven. Mm-hmm. It's coming May. I mean, it's like okay, unless we actually like, leaving the country or going on a a vacation, vacation. It's pretty much the same thing for us: dinner, nice conversations, nice uh, time with each other. So, right. not too big. How about you guys? Nothing. She had a whole bunch of orders. Oh, well, that's yeah. good though. That's a good thing though. Yeah, make that money. Um, I mean, I got her. I mean, look, she knows I don't do I don't do Valentine's Day. I just don't understand the concept of it. But for her, I did get um I got her some PJs, some flowers, and a card. So we didn't ex- that, we didn't exchange gifts this year. So that's first this first year we didn't exchange gifts. Okay. And then. again, Lynn's not a big flower person any, either, so she's right. more of that quality time. So that's what it yeah. do. Exactly. But yeah, yeah, that was it. She just had a um, she had orders the whole time, and me and okay. Ken was just chilling. But other than that, I hope you guys had a uh, a fantastic Valentine's Day for whatever you guys did. Hope y'all went to a restaurant. I don't know. I and know. It, I didn't order uniquely, dip. You missed out. So yeah, well, you didn't miss out. No, nah, you did. You can still get if you want Valentine's Day. It's half off now. So. You need to still want to get them chocolate strawberries, breakable heart. You need to go to uh, Uniquely Dip on IG and, and place your order ASAP. Hey, guys, here's a, here's a pro tip for guys. Any day is a good day for a gift. Just a pro tip for y'all. Back, back, back. Yo, let's jump into this. Let's jump into this. So, NBA talk. We, I would go Super Bowl, but Super Bowl was a week ago. We'll go back to Super Bowl in the next segment. But um, I know I don't know if you heard about the the trade or not the trade yet. But Blake Griffin wanted to be traded, or the team wants to trade Blake Griffin and for the Detroit Pistons and the Cleveland Cavaliers want to trade trade Andre Drummond. Now. I don't know how I feel about the situation. I don't think that they should sit these players out, honestly. Because, I mean, uh, when James Harden asked for a trade, it was, you better come to the gym. You you, ain't, you better not sit out. Da, da, da. But right, then right. when you trade, when you're saying you're going to trade a player, you're telling them to sit out because you don't want them to get injured. But yet you want them to be professional and stay in shape. It just didn't make sense. Like I agree with what Andre said. Like you got it. It has to be. It has to go both ways. It's a double standard going on. What What's your thought on the whole sit? 
players and fans, sports announcers, writers, whoever, everybody, basically everybody besides the team owner and management forgets that players are nothing but assets. They're movable pieces. You can move them out anytime you want to the better. So, of course, you don't want your player, your asset, who you're about to try to get the most money for, the most value for, to get injured while you're trying to get value for him. And, of course, Excuse me. So I get the concept of sitting players. I get the concept of wanting them to be in shape because you want to still try to show them off that, hey, this player is so good. This player is going to be worth this much. I get the concept of it. Now, I don't like it, but I get it and I understand it that the league is a business. And if players started treating the league like a business Mm -hmm. or players got a better understanding of their value to the two other teams on and off the court, they will. You want to have issues like this because they will understand it. Uh, Shaq said something good, uh, interesting the other day. He said that he was never told. He's the only one coach ever told him that he was about to be traded. And that's when he played with the. I guess that was with the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when Steve Kerr was the general manager. Uh, he told him that was the only time that a coach had told him that, or a general manager came to him and told him, "Hey, you about to be traded." Right. He said every other time he just got he just got traded. Yeah. So if. He, and he was like, "This is, it comes with the league. Whining and complaining about it, it's not going to change anything because you are nothing but an asset to the owner." So, right. Well, true. I just don't. I just don't like how when James Harden, yes, James Harden went about it. Why the way he went about it? Yeah, yeah, I got it. But the fact of excuse me, you getting mad at him? because he wants out, so he's going to sit out. But now it's like, oh, we're not going to trade you because you don't want to play for us right now, blah, 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 blah. But then when you want to trade a player, they want to play. Like the tra- yeah. I think the trading deadline is like uh, trading deadline is like March 25th, I think. It's around, yeah, around, it's around the middle of March. Yeah. And it's like, so what happens if you don't find nothing to that last minute? So this guy is going to sit out for Three, four weeks, but yet you want him to stay in shape. You want him to be professional, but yet he can't play games. You just, what is he going to be just practicing by himself? Like, it doesn't make no sense. So, this, this is when knowing your value. So, if I was Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin at this time, you know what I'll be doing? Mm. I would like, you know what? I'm going to take a leave of absence from the team because right now you're not playing me anyway. So I'll go, I'll be doing my own workout videos online, post them online. I would use my power, my social media following and everything else to, be, to show myself off the other teams. I'll be contacting other teams. Right. Well, I'll have my agent contact other teams and say, hey, this is what we can bring to you. I wouldn't just be sitting around waiting on the team because I will know my value. If they're just sitting around waiting on the team. They don't know their value. Then they put all the cards back into the owner's hand. So yeah. I'm just... We have to take away some of the power of your uh you have to take away some of you have to know your own value and take away that power that the ownership has over your power and leverage it for your bit for your benefit. You just need to leverage it better. Right. James Harden, I, I totally agree. I mean, I don't say I totally agree with James Harden, but he used leverage with that team because he knew if he set out, if this check, if he had a play, that means he would have been showing off to more teams. So more teams would have been looking to get James Harden. But by sitting at, by sitting out or 
kind of like throwing the throwing games and kind of coming out of shape and everything like going about the way he did. Right. There was only like a few teams that was going to touch him doing it that way. And it played into his favor because some of the teams that he wanted to get to was the Nets. He wanted to get to the Nets. He did everything possible okay. to get to the Nets by yeah. displaying a I don't by not by, I don't want to say he didn't play, but not going his hardest. And that played in his favor. Same thing with Drummond. He could do that or Blake Griffin, they could do that too. Right. Find a team that they want to go to, find players on that team who want them to come there. Right, have that yeah. player talk to management, and it just works like that. That's what Harden did to get to the Nets. That's what. But you know, the did. thing That's is, what though, they all do. yeah. But see, though, but the people you're naming are are name are known name are not known name are known name people that LeBron, yeah. Blake Griffin. It's not you know, um, it's not like a Joe Harris or uh, I don't know. I get it. I you get it. You know what I'm saying? It's not a yeah. it's not a superstar or a top tier player that's saying this stuff. So you know what I mean? It's like I just feel like Draymond said what what every player wants to say, and Draymond finally brought it to the forefront of having people opening their eyes to see what it is. So, well, fans are dumb anyway. So fans fans play. I, I even tweeted this out. Fans care more about the billionaire owner than, than they do the player because they think yeah. the billionaire owner cares about them, but the billionaire yeah. owner doesn't care about care them about not one bit. Not <laughs> so one bit. The billionaire, can, the billionaire owner can care one flip that I like the Chicago Bulls. Back. So they, they, they can care. He can care less. As long as the Bulls is making money, the Bulls can make money with no fans in the stands, and he'll be just happy about that. No, nah, I agree with that. I agree with that 110. Um Let's move on. Uh, LA's right now is sitting fourth. They're number two. Are they, are, they second, are they second yeah. in the East? I mean, second in the they're, West. My fault. Yeah, second, second in the, in the West. West. All right. It's so they're second in the West right now. AD just went out. He's out until I want to say they said March 5th, 10th after All Star break uh, with a strained calf and some tightness in the uh, Achilles. What do you think the effect is going to be? How does how does his injury affect the Lakers? No effect. He's not even him? injured. Really? He's not even, he's not even injured. You, so this you is think... called this is called calculator rest. This, oh. this, is, this is all this is. It's just a calculator rest. Really? He may be he may be injured, but he's not injured to the point where he can't play. Well, he had that. He had that. He had that. Um, yeah, it, 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 I find Achilles, it funny. The Achilles, the Achilles thing. And then he came yes. back and played on it a little bit, and then he had the strained calf. Yeah. I, I just find it funny that they was talking about not playing in the All-Star game and how there was going to be too much wear and tear and, all, and how the five-game five, what, five game rest or week to week, a week rest that yeah. they were they were going to get before the All-Star break or during the All-Star break. find it funny that AD all of a sudden got an injury where he can't play until after the All-Star break. I just find it funny. I, I, I That could just be, it could be – it's a coincidence – that right. all of a sudden he can't he needs he needs to be set out in surgery. I think it's just rest, which I have no problem with it though. All right. It's, now do you think do you think it's gonna do you think it's gonna mess him up a little bit? Do you think they're gonna fall? Do you think the Lakers is at that point? Well, I guess so with LeBron, his thought process is that hey, just get me into the playoffs yeah. and then we'll call it a day. I don't know. It's, it's I, no issue. It's no issue because the Lakers will still be even if they can lose all these games. 
Mm-hmm. But they, I think they, it's, only, it's only like two weeks of games. That's if COVID doesn't hit. Yeah, so they yeah. can lose those games and still be in the top of the West and still be a dominant team right. going into the playoffs because he'll be back. So and LeBron will be rested because LeBron's going. You know, LeBron's going to take his little breaks that he takes anyway. Normally, he's going to take a couple games off towards the end of the season. So no, that's all it's going to be. Now, stand with the Lakers. Who do you think is a threat? Who do you think is a threat to the Lakers in the West? Because I really do think this, this. I think this AD. I think this AD rest, quote unquote, what you want to call it. Um, I think it's going to take a toll on them. I don't want to say it's going to take a toll on the Lakers. I think it's going to because I think it's going to mess up the Lakers a little bit for the simple fact <laughs> of when the playoffs come. In you've been sitting now. You have a calf, quote unquote. You have a strained calf injury and Achilles injury. Okay. Mm, if you're not, I don't. I just don't see if you're not eighty-five percent or more, you're gonna have troubles. Because going back to the original question I had just asked about who's the threat to the Lakers in the West, Utah. I really feel like Utah is a big threat to them in the West, even though people don't want to see it. And of course, the Clippers. Those are the only two teams. Denver, yeah, but Denver just got to get on a, a hot streak, and they just on fire. Same thing with the Suns. But I do feel like the Jazz and the Clippers are the two teams that can really give them a run for their money, especially if, if AD, yeah, he's resting, and then he comes back after All-Star break, right. plays for a week, and then he, well, if he gets injured. Okay. You see what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I get it. I get the rest I, situation. Look, I'm going to say this. Kevin Durant had Achilles injury. And he's playing now like he never had one. Look, 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 look. We, no, no, hold on, no, hold on. Compare this, KD. You can't you, compare it's okay. KD. It's the same. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's Achilles tear, right? No, when, no, no. His was the Achilles tear. His and, was and the Achilles know, tear, but AD is just a, a, a strain Achilles. Right, and that's the thing about it. Different. So if KD can come back from a tear in what six months, nine months, and play like he never had it, I'm pretty sure in three weeks he can come back. It'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm back. I'm ready to play. And it may be a game. He's going to come back before the playoffs to get some of the rust off, get some of the chemistry issues back on. And then they'll be, be on for playoffs. There's no team in the West. There's no team. Yeah, there's no team in the West. Definitely no team in the East that can beat the Lakers at full strength. Oh, and, whoa, whoa. And, and I get it. The Jazz are 23-5, and five, but I don't touch Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs. Okay. I, I just don't. Okay, I, no, I just no, no, don't. No. I'll give you. I'll give you the West. I'll give. I'll give you the West. But I'll, good segue. I like that segue you just did. There. I get. I get, the West. Okay, I can give you the West if they're a hundred percent. Yeah, they're a hundred percent, of course. But I still do feel like the Jazz and the Clippers can still. If it went to a game seven, it's not a guarantee the Lakers is going to oh, win. If, if they play, if if, if that play, match happens, happen, it'll go to a game five at the most. And that was it. Ooh, I got to see. Just go to a I got, game I got, you just don't they, like they, Paul George for for the Clippers for one thing. No, no actually, I, trust, I was going to apologize. I was just going to apologize to Paul George. He's actually been doing well this season. He has been doing playing well. Okay. Way to go, Paul George! You did something with your career. I'm done. Okay, so leading into that with the Nets, what um, 
because you do not think they're gonna be, look the Nets. I'm staying. I'm I'm not on a bandwagon, so to say. I just like, like it. I no, I just love basketball. I see basketball from a different point of view. Look, I understand basketball and the way the game has changed. Okay. The Nets. One is the most potent offense. The thing is, is you got to outscore this team in a seven-game series. I just don't see that. Now, I get it. They have defensive issues. Understood. But at the end of the day, you can name four or five. You can name five. You can name five people on your hand who actually plays defense in the NBA. Okay. Everybody else, all you have to do is just put effort towards defense. Put, show some effort. Okay. That's all you got to do. You cannot. There's no possible. There's no. If they put effort, if they put effort towards the defensive side of the ball, no one can beat them. You're not going to outscore them, and they've that's been, so true. And and they're and they, and I get it. It's still early. They they haven't even played. I think they've only played like a total of seven games together because it seems like every other night one of them is out, uh, or if not one of them, two of them is out and just leaving one. Because last night let me know, or was it last? I can't remember when it was. But when the Rockets played the other night, and James Harden was by himself, and came back from a twenty-one point deficit, I was, and won the game by the, by himself, lets me know, just put some effort towards defense, because they're gonna miss shots. Brooklyn isn't gonna miss as many shots, I don't think, just because they're so potent on offense. So that's why I just feel like, let's have the same conversation after the All-Star break, when it gets towards the playoff, what Brooklyn looks like. Because I think Brooklyn can I think Brooklyn can handle uh LA with ease. With ease. First of all, let's just let's let, let's talk about the East as a whole. And then I want to get uh, into the Nets. Well the East quick, as a whole sucks. sucks. Yes, because sucks. I, I look I tweeted this out the other day. I tweeted this or uh on Facebook or what it was that it's crazy how they are 15 and 12, the Brooklyn Nets, or 17 and 12 now. I can't remember what they are right now. But and they're sitting third in the East. If you took them and put them in the West, they would be a seven seed right now. Or exactly. eight seed. Exactly which is my crazy. point. Which is exactly my crazy. point about the East. But that's the East. Well, we the East has always but, been hold weak, on. Th- th- this is why this leads me to my point. Okay. Their competition level that they're playing in the East. Is not that good. We're sitting them against a lot of East Coast teams right now. Who well, yeah, are that's trash, because well, that's because of trash. COVID. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, who are trash? And you said the key word in your whole soliloquy. Oh, that was a good word. That was a, that was a good word. word. Nice word. Yes. Nice word. Soliloquy. I like that. I like the, that. The Nets. I don't think they want to play defense. Therefore, they don't care to put them forth ever. I don't think they care about defense. I really don't think they care. And because they don't care. They won't put any effort into it. They will not one bit. I don't know why you like. I, why don't y'all like this team? It's not the fact that I don't like them. It's the fact that they don't like it. <laughs> they don't. They are so passive when it comes to just a game of basketball. Period. Right. They kind of brush it off like a, because they're great players. They're top. They're best three. They're great players, and they really can put the ball in a hole anytime they want to put the ball in a hole. Just pick mm-hmm. one. But it's going to take more than that to win. You have to put some – you have to at least care to play defense. You shouldn't have been – there's no way that they should have been down 23 points against the Houston Rockets. There's no way. 
It's, and I know they want four strands. They've got players missing with COVID and everything like that. But that's still no excuse to be down by 23 points. Well, I, shoot, I the way it looks, the, everybody in the NBA be – look, the, any, everybody in the NBA is getting blown out by 20, 30 points a night. It don't matter who's playing the way the NBA is right now. Because it is ridiculous looking at these. These scores are like 140 to 125, 130 to 115. Right. It's, it's Like I say, nobody plays defense. Right. And everybody I, I plays, puts effort into the defense. And, and that's my point. The Nets starting three. Well, I can't say KD. The Nets two main players, Kyrie and James Harden, don't put a get don't put a don't put an effort on the defense side of all. Because they know, because they know they can get it. They know they can just recruit those two points that they give up with a three or a, a foul on the other end of the basketball. So I mean until I see them actually care about playing defense, it shows a little effort. Mm-hmm. It's like, and they play down to their competition. I think that's their main. No, I will give you that. They do play they down, play to, down their to their competition. competition. Yes, and I, and I, I don't trust that. I that's a good way you. to get beat in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you 110 on that. They definitely play down to their competition. Um, but listen, they haven't, they, I have to give them credit. Mm-hmm. The big three or the power three, whatever we're calling them, they haven't had that many games together because KD's been out with the COVID protocol. Kyrie's been out with injuries. And I don't think I don't think Harden's missed games. I think I it's just me and KD. Harden, listen, Harden has – and we'll talk – we're getting ready to jump into the MVP conversation. James Harden right now looks like he, he's, he's inching his way into being an MVP in this league. Which way? He's been the MVP, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, been he's, he's, he's been, been MVP. MVP. So he, he he looks like he's trying to get that two-time MVP. Um, and leading into that, who 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 do you have as your top five for MVP? I only have a top three. How do you, you got to give me a top five. Okay. got to be a top five. Look, man. Okay. Look, top five. All right. Here it is. You, hey, how, how you want it? You want it in order from number no, no, one no, down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me an order from from uh, go backwards. Go five to one. Five to one. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. You can go either way. Either way. Either way. I'll, I'll go order. five to one. I'll go okay. five to one. Okay. Uh, at number five, I have Stephen Curry. Okay. He's balling out there in the Warriors land. Or yeah. in where where they in San Francisco now? Oakland? Wherever they, they are now? Nah, they in Frisco, man. Don't disrespect my home. Don't disrespect <laughs> my home state now. They in Frisco now. Shout out I to, know shout where out they to are. Oak Town. We know what we really know where the Warriors reside from. But yeah, they in Frisco now, man. So I got they uh, in the city. I got the I got Curry there. I got five. I got James Harden at four. Oh wow. Okay. I got I got him at four. Uh, I got Dame Dame Dollar at the three position. Okay, I just I love like Dame's game. I, I love like Dame's game. I like that. Number two, although he's not going to get it because of voter fatigue, I got LeBron James. He's just uh-huh. not going to get it. Right. You're the best player in the league. You never get it. Yeah. And number one, I got Joker. Out of out of different, he's he's just too dominant. Don, um, dominant, 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 dominant. Yeah, yeah I yeah, say yeah. soliloquy, but I can't say dominant. Yeah, I know, right? That's funny. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, the Joker's just playing out of his mind right now. No, Joker is playing. No, Joker's playing stupid right now. It don't even make no sense. Joker's playing out of his out of this world. Um, I like that list. I like the list. I'm shocked that you put James Harden. Oh, 
James Mustrat is going to talk about James Harden. I actually like him. I actually mm-hmm. I like his game, and he is a dominant player. He's an unstoppable force. Uh, he just doesn't play defense or care about playing defense. So. Right. Um, for me, and, I go. Oh, let me say one more thing. And no, he is going to be if the Nets do make it. Uh, he's going to be the reason why the Nets make it further in the playoffs more than what KD is going to be. So. I agree with that to an extent, and I'll come back to that. Um, as my five, I would go. I would go Dame at five, Steph at four, Joel Embiid at three, Joker at two, and I hate to say LeBron at one for the simple fact, even though, like we said, he probably won't get it because when you are the best player in the league, you can only get it so many times, and you've gotten it enough time, LeBron, to the point where they're not going to. Um, So I would go, and yeah, so that's how I would have, especially with LeBron being the way he's at in his career. Um, So that's how I would go with that. He can pull up from the logo the other night. Yeah, yeah, I know. And he like literally he driven the ball up, dressed off his jersey and just shot the ball. ball. Right. Yeah. So I'll give it to um LeBron, but like we said, you the best player in the league, you're not gonna get it. Yeah. Um as for Harden, I will say Harden right now, I gotta he has to play a couple more. Because he hasn't really played as many games as all the other ones have. That's why I give them above him because if James if James Harden stays on his pace in the next two weeks or in, up into all-star break he's in the he's in the he's in the conversation because he's right behind Dame Dame Dollar like literally right behind but I do think he is important to the Nets and they will go as far as he goes or as far as he'll take him but KD is the one that's going to get them over the hump Okay. I, I, I can accept that. I can that's accept how that. I see it. And, and of course, I hate to say Kyrie is the wild card because I feel like I understand Kyrie where he's at now in life and how his thought process is going, I feel like. But, and it also depends on where Kyrie's at. But I think Kyrie, I really do, even though a lot of people don't believe it, I really do think Kyrie's in a happy space. He's in a good space. Okay. Um, and he's back to enjoying basketball. But yeah, the way James Harden is playing, they will go as far as he wants. The man is averaging a triple double with ease. Like it doesn't make no sense. Kyrie already told him, "Hey, you're the point guard. I'm the two yes. guard. Let's call it a let's call it a wrap." I like your top five. I like your your five NBA. That's the, that's just and Steph 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 has been playing out of his mind. He looks the best he's looked in since his MVP year. Um. Yeah. He just doesn't have no help. Uh, you see, you see flashes. You see flashes of them looking good. Like they, they're yeah. they're a good team. Like you take him off. If you take Steph Curry off this team, they're the they're the worst team in the NBA by far. It's not even close. Um. So, but I like what Steph has been doing. Um, and then Joel Embiid. I I think with me with Joel is just he's an actual big man. That hasn't been. He's the actual big man playing big man position, even though he steps out. So that's yeah. why I would go go and be. 
is it too early to uh, say Lamella Ball for Rookie of the Year? Is that too early? Or I I don't I don't think so. I think it's his to lose. To be honest, the boy look the boy's bad, and I keep telling people I don't know why people were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't think he was gonna. He played professionally already before he got to the NBA. He knows how to play. That's the same thing with Luca. Why do you think Luca came into the league dominating people? Because he played, he played overseas since he was twelve. He's been playing professional since he was twelve. So coming to the NBA, it ain't nothing. It might be the the hoopla and oh my gosh, I'm playing LeBron one night, KD another night, Steph this night. But other than that, it's the best. He's played against grown men his whole life, so this is the nothing to him. Same thing with Lamella, I think. Lamella playing in Australia, he was making the game look easy. The man is sick. Him and him and Bridges are not Bridges. Uh, yeah, is it Bridges? Miles Bridges? Uh, yeah, Miles Bridges. Miles Graham. Yeah. Well, I don't. Care, I don't care about. <laughs> listen, I don't care about anybody else on the Hornets. I really don't give a damn about nobody else on the Hornets. Well, it's all about. Should. It's all about Lamelo Ball and the connection to Miles Bridges, because them two have a. And 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 scary Terry, I apologize. I'm gonna say Terry. scary Terry's averaging thirty points right now. Yeah, yeah, I rock with scary Terry. Um, Devonte Graham, I don't know what happened to you. you better wake up. I think you kind of got scared because Lamelo. They got injured. He got injured. He got injured. That's the only reason why uh, Lamelo starting. Which is why, sorry, Hornets fans, Lamelo won't be here after the trade deadline. Lamelo won't many, be. They got too many guards. Somebody has to go. Oh, they're trading Devonte Graham with ease. They, somebody, has, somebody has to go. They're gonna trade Devon. They're gonna trade Devonte and um, and what's your man's name? Malik Monk, maybe, or one of the twins. Oh, I'm about to say, one of those Malik twins. Monk ain't been doing nothing. All you know, he's the one. Well, one of the twins. One of those twins. No, Malik, no the twins got to stay. They 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 are a uh, a fan favorite here, especially when they both play. So they have to uh, they okay. when they put them both on the court at the same time. So they have to keep. Are y'all allowing fans? No. No, not yet. What, are we but they, but still, you know, the, the, that's all the sports announcers talk about. Local sports radio talk about. Did you see the Twins play yesterday? Like oh, they haven't played together yeah. in a while. But yeah, uh, I love Lamelo Ball. Lavar Ball was right that Lamelo is going to be the the better of the ball. Oh, yeah, I saw that anyway. But uh, James Weinstein out there in uh, San Fran, as you like to say, San Fran, baby. Represent. We call it the Bay. Uh, it's the Bay. Yeah, of course it's the Bay, but we call it the City. Bay, uh, what's his name? He's been he's been doing well for as a rookie too. But well, out, if though. Wiseman Wiseman got injured, same thing with Anthony Edwards. They both got injured for protocol. They missed some games. Yeah, um, too bad we're gonna get that. Uh, what is the the rookie All Star Challenge this year? Yeah, too we bad don't we get, get it. That. Yeah, too bad. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't you know are on it. You are on it with this this segue into. Oh, am I on it? Am I, am I putting them in? Putting in the game today? Yeah, you're on it. You're on it with the segues. Uh, it, matter of fact, it does suck that they're not having that in the All Star. But they did say that they're gonna have the um the dunk contest. They're talking about having the dunk contest and the three point contest during the game. I think they said. Well, they said um, they're gonna have the uh they want to have the three point in the skills competition, which is what they want uh Mello to be. And they yeah, want Mello to be in the uh, skills competition before the game. Right. And then they're gonna have the all star game and then at the halftime, which probably extended halftime, have the uh dunk contest doing there. And I think it's be like I think it's only gonna be three players maybe doing the dunk contest and right. then the regular game. So Okay. Um 
Now, uh, if you can't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't. The mayor of Atlanta. Um, Keisha Knight Baltimore is that, that her name? There you go. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Right. I know her name. First name is Keisha, so I don't yeah. know her last name. Um, she doesn't. She doesn't like them having the All Star game. If y'all don't know, the All Star game is down in in the AATL. The black is the black. I think that's the. This is just my personal opinion. I think that's the only reason why they're having it at Atlanta, is because with all this uh, discrimin not discriminate uh, equal rights and systemic racism they're trying to fix. I feel like the NBA said, "Hey, let's go to Atlanta." Yeah, you know they Atlanta, plan this out. They planned it because out because cool. Atlanta is the blackest of all black cities. Um, and I'm not hating on that. Trust me, I love Atlanta. The time yeah. I went, it's a beautiful, beautiful. My sister stays down there. We're coming to visit. You and Brock. Okay, she's saying Marietta. She does not stay. It don't matter. We'll end up visiting Atlanta. Totally I don't different. care. It, it, Georgia is black. There we go. All of Georgia is black, except for certain parts. That's, but, but that's no mountain. That's that's white. Uh, white. Oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's true. But she doesn't want them to have the all star down there because you know what it is. Everybody gonna go down there and party, even if there is no fans in the. Uh, <laughs> even if there is well, no they, fans allowed. To they already opened Atlanta. They were closed down, Keisha. <laughs> Keisha, what are you talking about? You never close the city now. Your, your city that been all true. on the news with no bands. That is true. Having at clubs, it's been out there. That is true. Uh, club had a club in Atlanta had a pool party, a pool party, an indoor pool party. Like, yeah. man, this been coming first happen. That is true. Atlanta, well, no, well, no distance going on. Come on, nothing. Keisha. So she doesn't want that to happen, which is crazy to me because it's like you already know what's gonna happen. Right. You already know it's about to be a crazy time. Fans or no fans, people are still gonna go out and and party. I think some people will have mass parties. I think some wouldn't. I think having mass parties would be pretty fire, to be honest with you. Everybody wear a different like the mass singer. They have the animal heads on. No, no, they just have their mask. They just got to wear their mask. But the mask. Nah, man, be... you gotta go. You gotta go full out. But your you mask. Have a mask party. You gotta go full out. Have a mask on and everything. You, know I mean? you, you really can't... can't see who you dancing with. Just like, oh. <laughs> Just wake up with somebody. Because uh, that would be dope. Everybody, and you couldn't wear you couldn't wear normal masks. You couldn't wear the normal medical mask. Okay, like okay, yeah, be, I can get that. So you gotta be, go like it has to be. You gotta go like the guy of, from the Saint Lunatics. That'd be fine as long as you. Hey, as long as it's as long as you're covering your nose and your mouth. Yo, what did he do, by the way? I don't that know, but I miss uh, Saint Lunatics. My man, I can't remember his name, but I miss Murphy him. Lee. Murphy Lee, shout out. That's everybody's Lee. favorite was Murphy Lee. Nah, nah, fact, fact. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, man. I mean, Keisha, it's too late. Like, it's Atlanta. Like, Keisha and the mayor from Chicago, those are my two favorite mayors. Could they just be keeping it real? They do. Because I don't know what. They be keeping it black. Like, it ain't nobody business black. But Keisha's tripping with this one, though. Because your, your city already opened. So what? What? Are you, what yeah. What are you complaining about? Like, what do you want, yeah. Keisha? Yeah, what do you... But she do be trying to tell people to say they bust at home, though, and yeah. put on a mask. She do be saying it, though. It's like, y'all need to go stay at home. But, no, ain't but, nobody but hey, that. it's cool, no. though. But I, I think the R-Star game is going to be wackety whack, whack, whack. I don't I think, think none the, of the players... I, I don't think it's gonna be as as exciting. It's gonna be it's gonna be a straight game. It's gonna be a good competitive game, but it's just not. It doesn't have the feel, and that's the same thing with the Super Bowl. We'll recap the Super Bowl when we get back. By the way, I do want to say uh, real quick before we head to a, a quick break. Um, shout out to everybody in, in Texas. Um, 
uh, New Mexico is getting hit. I, I think my my lady um, was telling me her sister that they out in New Mexico was talking about how it's so cold out there that you can't pump gas because the gas lines are frozen. It doesn't make no sense. And I know in Texas, I saw on my homegirls page on IG, they talking about playing, having a snowball fight on the major highway in Dallas because it's there's nothing you can do. It's, it's, it's literally shut down. So shout out to them. Same thing with Tennessee. Um, I know Tennessee got hit. My girl, my, home, my battle buddy, been stuck in. She been stuck in the house since Sunday, and then they had an ice storm last Thursday. I was like, we just missed it. Carolina just missed it. Like it was supposed yeah, to, to get some. We're supposed to get some participation. Well, well, where right. you're at, where you're at, you're you're gonna get so. I mean, yeah, we're gonna get a little bit. Time. We're gonna get a little bit. A little bit down here. In the, yeah, down here in the nine one nine, we're gonna get a little bit. But I know up there in the seven hundred four, y'all. But it was supposed to hit us, but it just—I don't know what it did. It moved I, I, up and I, I, went I blame, up north. I blame my wifey for all of this. The other day, she made a comment. Oh, every other city has had snow except for Charlotte. Look, look, look. Hey. And then look, and then look, and look. <laughs> nah, dog it. <laughs> oh yeah, shout out to people in Texas. Uh, right, right. What's name said the other night? I was watching. Gary Owen, the comedian, the white comedian, he's like, he's been stuck in his hotel room mm. for three for three days with no power, no water. He said last night they turned the power on. They gave the hotel some power from 11 p.m. to, to 2 a.m. That's the only time they fed the, the hotel power. That was it. Wow. Which is kind of crazy that they can feed yeah. certain places power and but other they, places not. Yeah. But hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is crazy. That that's um yeah. Shout out oh. to everybody that's going through this ice storm. Uh, I know we got to go to break, but their mayor out there in Dallas. Did you see what he said? Uh, Basically, it was like stop looking for handouts. Uh, everybody's to do do for themselves right now. I can't. I don't know. I like yeah. Look it up. Like he went on this whole Facebook rant. Like, look, if you ain't, look, be a part of the be a part of the solution, not the problem. Is that a lot of y'all are part of the problem right now? That y'all ain't half of y'all ain't been half of y'all power bid off. Y'all ain't paid the bill in so long. He went on this long rant. It was funny to me, but oh, man, we. I, I get it. I get it. He just he's fired. He's tired and frustrated right now. His city is uh going through. So yeah, definitely going to. When we get back, we'll we'll discuss the Super Bowl, even though it's been over a week, but we still gotta jump into the Super Bowl, how that happened. Uh get into uh Mahomes and the Chiefs NFL quarterback carousel, of course. The Dak Prescott with Cowboys. OBJ might be sent to Tampa, who knows? And then yeah, we gotta discuss this Urban Myers thing. Uh I'm gonna rant on about him for a minute. But yeah, sit back, chill, we'll be back. What's Golden Universe? Are you looking for a special gift to get somebody? Well, head over to Uniquely Dipped Chocolate on Facebook.com or Uniquely Dipped underscore on IG and get your customized chocolate breakable hearts, chocolate covered cookies, chocolate covered cake pops, and chocolate covered strawberries and many, many others. That is Uniquely Dipped Chocolate at Facebook.com and Uniquely Dipped Chocolate underscore on IG. What's Golden Universe? We back at it. You already know what it is. It's your boy Reggie over here. Boy Jamal over here. You know, Gil, if you part of the crew. 
know what it is. Um, so the Super Bowl was over a week ago. Yeah. Eh, I mean, was it a Super Bowl? It didn't feel like a Super Bowl to me. But, um, you can tell Mahomes missed his um his office line because my man was on the run the whole night, and Tom Brady. Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady. He looked like he is the man. He is the goat. Um, we'll talk about that later. We will definitely jump into that later. Foreshadowing. Um, seven rings. Uh, what did you think about the game? How? What was your halftime show? Halftime show was was not all that great, neither. By the way, or the commercials, but that's just my take. Uh, this is what I thought about the Super Bowl. Uh, the Chiefs' mistakes finally caught up with them. Well, we've been talking about them all year long, how they weren't as dominant as before and how they look beatable. Right. But they, they uh, I believe I said this before, they're, they're even without, even with their, off, even if their offensive line had been there full strength, that still would have been a tough game for them to win. Yeah, it just it, it just wasn't uh, it just wasn't their year. Uh, it just it. I wish they would. I wish it was their year last year. But no. But 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 what I'm saying though is, it's just like last year, everything fell perfectly for yeah. them. Yeah, they really didn't struggle that much. Right. This year, they struggled against a whole lot of teams. But they were just able to be the better offensive team. team. Right, right. Yeah. I this see, year, yeah. even if they had been there, they would have had the same struggles that they had in the Super Bowl with moving the ball and getting into their star receivers. Only difference is that the people on the opposite side of the ball had just many offensive weapons and had a better defense. So you right. put the two together. Uh, okay, a quarterback – it's a toss up who you like, whether you like Brady or you like Mahomes. Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Receivers, you got Godwin, you got Evans, you got Brown. Brown. And then you got, I mean, you got so many receivers on both sides that it's like they kind of cancel each other out. Right. The running games are about the same. Only thing that really was different was Tampa Bay had a better defense than what the Chiefs had. So, yeah. although the Chiefs still had a pretty good defense, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, agree. Yeah. Um, those two uh, offensive linemen. Um, definitely hurt the Chiefs. <laughs> the, the funny I, thing I, is, what's up? I, I saw this funny thing that said that uh, Patrick Mahomes. This is how Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl will look if he played for the Bears, because the Bears um, doesn't have an offensive line. I die laughing when I I'm see weak. that, and I'm like, you know what? He said they were like, if the Bears had to pick uh, Patrick Mahomes, this is how he will look, just like he looked in the Super Bowl. That like, is that, is that a star caliber player? Nope. Yeah, I mean that's a power offensive line right there. So right, um, I, I stopped watching it when they scored. What was it? Uh, right before halftime, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I think they had. I think Tampa had scored right behind before halftime. Once that happened, I I turned. I didn't even watch it no more. I said, "Yeah, it's over. There's no way." Mahomes is going to come back because the way he was just rip, running around, I could just see it. So, shout out to to Tom. He is the GOAT in the NFL. I mean, seven rings. 
He's dominant. Seven out of ten, though. Huh? He's seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Seventy percent is ridiculous. Um, hopefully, <laughs> he hopefully, Patrick Mahomes going further, well, going forward, can do that. Uh, he's still on a rookie deal with the Chiefs, so he has a couple years. Of course, they're going to resign him. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. Because and I think they're going to be in the same predicament that far as the Chiefs organization is that a lot of organizations are in, where if they decide to play Mahomes early, they don't, they won't have any room in the cap to do anything on the defense side of the ball, which is where they mm-hmm. need to make moves at is on the defensive ball. So they got to right. coming up. They got a couple of years. Yeah, they got like one or two years to think about it. But the Chiefs, I think, will be here. Mm-hmm. But they have some decisions to make, whether to pay Mahomes now or pay him later and help build that defense. So, what do you think about that? Yeah, I can see it. I feel like he'll end up doing pay cuts because Mahomes got that that big deal just a minute ago. He just got signed to a, an extension, I think it was. So, I think he'll take a few pay cuts. I think he'll end up doing what Brady does. Now, I don't know if he'll win that many Super Bowls as Brady, but I think he'll do what Brady did and then finally be like, all right, I won enough Super Bowls here. I'm I'm leaving, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, you know you know what I was just thinking about it? The Chiefs are probably going to be like the Green Bay Packers. Good enough, but not great. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see them being like that. They're going to be good enough to run their division, and they're going to be good enough. Ooh. Their division is pretty tough. Their division, yeah, but I still think I still think they're going to be good enough to beat the teams in their division, and they're going to be good enough to make it to well, the division championship. That tough. I take that back. Their division really. They're going to be good enough to make it to the AFC championship, but they're they're not going to be good enough to take that next step to the Super Bowl. Right. I think that's how they're going to end up. I I think they'll be on the same path as the Green Bay Packers. I'll be like, I think. Yeah. I think he'll win more Super Bowls. I think he'll win more Super Bowls than, than Rodgers, though. But I'm just saying, like, if you look at the landscape of the league, there's be great quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, who are dominant every single year. And everybody knows they're great quarterbacks. But, but they only they, have one ring. Yeah. They only have they only have one ring. That is true. That so, is true. And really in this era. There's only one quarterback or two that has multiple rings in this era, and I guess that's that's Drew Brees and Peyton Manning. Those are the only quarterbacks in this time frame that has multiple right. rings. So, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, I could see that though. I could see that. I could see that, and I could see him winning three or five, three to five rings. I mean, it could go either way. It's a toss up. Especially because we don't know now. I think, especially since he lost the Super Bowl, we can see that. Because if he would have won the Super Bowl, then it would have been like, oh, shoot, he's won two this decade already. Uh, He might be able to win three or four, maybe five. Um, But I do, but like, like you say, though, I can't see them being the Green Bay Packers of the AFC. And be that good, and just can't get over the hump. I don't think. I, Green, like I don't think said, the I Chiefs. Know. I don't think the Chiefs are going to be like Green Bay, how they treated oh, Aaron no. Rodgers. Though no, don't do I, well, I don't know. I don't know because, like I was saying, I don't like what he said after the Super Bowl. 
when he was complaining about his offensive line. He's like that, but then that, but they were injured though. But they were injured. But then, but then he also said he didn't know where he didn't know what routes his receivers were running, which makes his receiver yeah, which makes his receivers look bad. Oh wow! It was so. I'm just saying, it was it was a terrible game all the way around for the Chiefs. I mean, even when he was throwing passes, they weren't even catching passes. They they couldn't catch nothing. Uh, what's my man? What's the what's my tight end? Um, Kelsey. Kelsey couldn't catch nothing. Things hitting him in his hand. Um, same thing with Tyreek. So we'll see what's next for for the Chiefs and Mahomes. We'll see what 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 they got to do. They he's definitely, definitely their quarterback for the future. Though. He's their yeah. quarterback. He's not. Yeah, yeah. He's, not, he's moving. not moving. They definitely need Mike to shore up. They definitely need to shore up um, the defense. With the quarterback, with that being said, with the quarterbacks, I don't think there's going to be as much movement as people think. I think Carson Wentz is going to be gone. I think he's going to get traded. I don't know where to, but I think he's going to be gone. He might go to your Chicago Bears. I would laugh to that. He's going to be gone. I know he's going to be gone, and I know um, Sean Watson is going to be gone. Those are the only two quarterbacks that I know guarantee that's not going to be with the team that they're with right now. That's just how I feel. Everybody else, I think he's going to stay. Aaron Rodgers is going to stay. Um, I don't think I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to Miami. I would love, love for him to come to San Fran. Would love for him to come to San Francisco. He comes to San Francisco. We're the favorite to come out of the NFC, okay. and we're Super Bowl, and we're Super Bowl, uh, we're Super Bowl contenders. We're we're. We're we're right behind the Chiefs, if not better than the Chiefs, if we get Patrick. I mean, not Patrick, if we get Deshaun Watson, which I don't think we're going to get Deshaun Watson because I think with us, Kyle Shanahan is very tied to Jimmy G, which Jimmy G isn't a bad quarterback. He's just injury prone. Yeah, That's the thing with, with Jimmy G, he's injury prone. So I do feel like we still need to draft a quarterback, though, to, to put some fire fire into Jimmy G. Um, I just don't know where Deshaun is going to go, though. That's my opinion. Because if 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 I if I'm Deshaun, I'm getting traded for Deshaun Watson. I'm the quarterback. I, I'm really upset because I really don't want to go to Houston. Just the way their organization is being ran. Well, well, the talk of the town now is I don't know if you heard this that the Panthers will offer. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, will offer Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater and three, or really, it would really just be two. Uh, first round, first round picks for him. Yeah. That's supposed to be the that's that's the new hot topic. I still wouldn't do that trade though. I would. He, he doesn't have nobody. So I well, he got DJ Moore and uh, Ryan Anderson, who they both did very good this year. As with Teddy Bridgewater throwing in the ball, they were doing good. But I, I, I'm on your page. The only thing there'll be a, a few quarterbacks. They have to move. Uh, Carson Wentz has to move because that show in Philly is over with. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick in Miami, he has to move someplace. Uh, Cam, he's 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 look, he's done. I don't think Cam he's will a, be on the team. I don't think Cam will be on the team next year. He'll be on the team, but he's going to be backup. He's a backup quarterback now in this league. I'm sorry uh, to say that. I told my man yeah. Kobe. By the way, Kobe. Your man, he's a huge Newton fan. Your man is a backup quarterback now. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it, it is what it is. Uh, 
Uh, Tyrod Taylor, he has to move from um, on from the Chargers. Uh, that's Justin Herbert's team now. Yeah, yeah. So, and Andy Dalton, he has to move from the Cowboys because he just and we'll discuss, starting, yeah, we'll discuss about the Cowboys here in a minute because he's a starting quarterback, and I don't think, and I don't think that is going to go anywhere. I, so, I take that back. The one, the one player, the one team, Kobe. I apologize. There's one place that he could go. Cam, Cam, and that's to Washington, reuniting with Ron Rivera. That's his only as that's what I'm saying as in for him not to be a backup quarterback. To, for him to start is to go back. I'm not saying it's going to happen because I don't think it's going to happen because they just signed their backup quarterback. Well, what's him going to get? To a, uh, well, they just signed Hinky to a two year, two year deal, and that's their yeah. backup quarterback. And he showed some moxie. I think they want to see what he can really do in a in a NFL. He's not the Bengals. Bengals don't have a quarterback. Or Broncos, they don't have one either. Broncos don't. They uh, Bengals got Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, that is right. They got Joe Burrow. So no. Then Joe Burrow got. Uh, he won't fit with the Colts. The Colts is a winning organization. Wherever, wherever Cam goes, he's going to. He's only going to be a bridge quarterback mm-hmm. until they draft him. Draft him another quarterback. So yeah, he yeah. won't be starting there for long. Um, which way he may work. Although I don't want him at all, he right. may work in Chicago just as. A quarterback to get us over or keep us afloat, but no, he, he's done. Yeah. Bears only. And, and let me talk about my Bears real quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your Bears. Are- um, so we, we, we're going to have to do something. We're going to have to solve this quarterback. It's since, uh, since winning the Super Bowl in 85, I we have won. not had a quarterback. Yeah. No, we, we have not, we have not had a quarterback. We need to do something about this quarterback. We had a chance to do something, yeah, and we and we jumped up to get Trubisky, and he and look at hindsight is twenty twenty. I get it. Uh, he but he, he really isn't that he really isn't that bad. bad. But he's not as great as who we gave up for. Yeah, he's not as great. He's he's the thing that sucks about Trubisky is Trubisky was drafted in that draft class of Mahomes. And everybody and, and everybody's going to say that. Every, every time you talk about Trubisky, you can't help but talk about mm-hmm. him, the Bears jumping up over Watson, yeah. Mahomes mm-hmm. to, get, to get drafted. So, but I said that all to say this, we need to do something either this year or next year to get us a quarterback. And I'm almost willing to give up Khalil Mack we get the get us a they get us a quarterback because Camille as dominant as Khalil Mack is, he's not going to get us. He's not going to win us games. Yeah, he's we need we need a we need a quarterback. We and and so um, with just speaking of quarterbacks, uh, do you, do you think that, that deserves the forty mil from the Cowboys? No, no, Prince tag him. Nah, franchise. you wow. Franchise, listen, 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 listen. It, you, I, franchise, I, you franchise tag him, and then you got to pay him seven million the following year. You might as well just give him the bread now. This is what I'll do. And coming from, coming from on, coming from Jerry Jones' perspective, I still, I still got you. Like you can't go anywhere. You're still going to be on the team. I can sit out. Okay, okay, you only, but you costing yourself money if you sit out. You're not costing me money. He, you can sit he, out all you want to. Yeah, in, he, in, the quarter, 
in the court of public plea, I will always be right as as an owner of the Cowboys. I will always be right. The fans no, 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 Jerry Jones. No, Jerry Jones. I'm sorry. Look, you're right. Look, look in look your eyes, you're right. Not in, not in the public eye. You're not right. I'm sorry. No, Cali, you do not understand it. I was looking at this. Look, listen. Look how they look how they did Tony Romo. He was there. Eric, Tony Romo got them there. And you know, all they kept saying was about Tony Romo. Oh, he's no Roger Staubach. Like they, they kept saying that until the moment he retired, then they show him some love. It's the same thing with that. Cowboys fans don't care. <laughs> they really don't. They, they well, care that's about why whatever they, that's Jerry why Jones they've been me, that's why they've been mediocre for the last exactly. And they care about whatever Jerry Jones say and Little Jones say. That's what they care I'll about. I put it this way. He deserves the forty million. They're not going to give him some. But if I was Dak, I got all the leverage. I'm sitting out. Point blank, point. If Kirk Cousins can get paid, I'm about to get paid. Because right. let's let's right. be honest, Dak Prescott is he's a top he he low key is top five quarterback in the league and I, right and I now. So I think that. Dallas put themselves in a, hurt themselves because you gotta pay this man. You franchise tag him, I get it, and then it's seventy million. Then you're paying him seventy million, and then then the extension is just gonna be even more. And I get it. I mean, what's his name? Just got thirty is worth thirty eight, thirty seven, and then um, what's your man's name? Uh. Patrick is forty million. Rogers is thirty three and a half million. Dak should be thirty seven, but this should have been taken care of two years ago. If Dak no. Pres- if Dak Prescott would have never got injured, we- they would not have been in this situation. For Dak Prescott to get injured gave him all the leverage. Yes, it did, and which is why I will only give him. If I am the organization, he wants forty. I'm thinking thirty two. We'll split the difference. We'll split the difference at thirty-five, and call it a day. And I will offer that to him. And I'll put that put it out to public. And if the public, the public said, like, "Okay, well, they offered you thirty-five, and if he's that person that doesn't take thirty-five and he stays on forty, he will look bad for staying on forty versus thirty-five. He will look bad." And then Cowboys like, "Well, we did all we did. We did all we could. That we offered him thirty-five. So." But he might. Players need to understand that they are worth. Hold on, good players, great players. Yeah, you may be worth forty million in your head, but if you take that forty million or whatever the number is, that's coming from some other place. That means some other part of your team is going to be hindered by that. Right. Well, the Chiefs. Look at the look at the Chiefs. Mahomes got paid. That defense suffers. Right. But the thing is with with Dallas is is Dallas is Dak Dak Prescott came out and your whole your whole team fell apart literally. Like I'm not saying y'all were winning games, but he was the reason that y'all were winning games at the time. And then he gets injured, and then Ezekiel Elliott forgot that forgot to how to uh, learn how to hold on to a football. Um, your your offense doesn't even want to stick up for your quarterback that gets. Gets molly whopped and y'all are just standing around. Your defense is just horrendous. We're not even going to talk about your defense. Your defense ain't defense ain't been for I don't know how long. Um, so I just feel like Dak deserves it for the simple fact Dak has. He's been a model citizen for the Dallas. Yes, Ezekiel Elliott got in trouble billions of times 
and you pay this man ridiculous. This man, Dak, has done everything. He even, he even uh, backed backed you behind the whole flag situation that happened. And you still ain't gonna pay this man. That's why I tell. That's why I tell all my cowboy friends that are huge cowboys. Y'all are not winning any Super Bowl. God forbid. I don't want anything to happen to this man anytime soon. But until Jerry Jones dies or gives but up that team or gives up that team, they, yeah. But but you, you can you can the sun can kind of change into the new times. Jerry Jones doesn't change into the new times. Jerry Jones' son isn't in the media public like that. Jerry Jones is. Jerry, until Jerry Jones dies and passes away or gives up that team, they will never sniff the NFC Championship or a Super Bowl. That's just my well, personal opinion. I was I was listening to sports radios here and they was talking about uh, owners. And they were talking about the Panthers owner, David Tapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, his ego is so big that he will do whatever it takes to get any quarterback here. That's mm-hmm. kind of like as an owner, you gotta have a big, you gotta have a huge ego. You as an owner, you have to have a huge ego. Uh, but the Cowboys suck, and that's just it. They, they just, and I don't think ownership with any do it. Like it's just the culture of the team. Period. Right. No, no. You no, think no, they're so right. America's team? No, no. So. They definitely, they definitely aren't America's team whatsoever. Um, with that being. Um, Urban Myers. I really wanted to get into this. Urban okay, Myers. You have this one. You can have the whole segment for this one. I don't understand why this man is going to get a strength and, strength and conditioning coach from Iowa. Wait, was it Iowa? No, my fault. From Missouri, that got fired for. Uh, bullying, racist remarks to players. You're gonna hire this man and come up with the the excuse. I've known this man and understand him. No, bro, we're not in college. You're about to deal with some grown black men in their late twenties, early thirties that ain't gonna pull for that. Like I just don't get it. And then it puts a bad taste. Now it's now you're under a microscope even more now. Now it's okay. What's your situation? What's your how are your morals? What are you really about? And to act like to act like it was no big deal, you just got into a situation at Ohio State with the whole situation. I can't remember exactly what I don't think it was something to do with racism, was it? It might have been something to do with uh, I can't remember what the situation was, but he hit it. I don't know how long. That's why I think he really resigned from Ohio State because he was about to get into some trouble. You're in the NFL now. I really don't think you're going to last now. Now that you pulled this pulled this off, um, I'll give you two years, um, and that's it. You're not in the NFL. I think they're isolated. I think that's the situation with college is that you're isolated, and I don't mean you're isolated from the world. I mean you're isolated as in like Nick Saban down in Tuscaloosa. That is your area. Tuscaloosa is your, you can do, you can do whatever you want in Tuscaloosa. Um, Same thing when you're out at USC or UCLA or UNC uh, with Roy Williams, Coach K at Duke. Those are your areas. You can do no wrong. When you get to the professional league, you can't 
you can't do that. Just like with Coach K, had that reporter, the student reporter, asked him a question. So what what are you gonna move? Basically, it was uh, what do you do to move forward after this incident? And Coach K is gonna say, what kind of classes you got? Economic. Now, after you take an economic class, do you move on? Do you say, oh, move forward from that? No, you reassess the situation. It's like he's a student reporter asking you. Basically, maybe he reworded it wrong for you, but basically all he was saying was, okay, what do y'all have to do to get better at the situation? I don't know. I just feel like some of these coaches that are where they're at in college are isolated. Urban Myers, you're in the big league now. Um, you're in Duval County of all places. You're gonna pull this off. In, you're gonna pull this off in Duval County, one of the the blackest of blacks areas in the state of Florida. And you're gonna say, pull this guy on the team and say, oh, I've known this guy. I know how he is. No, you don't. Um, good luck. Uh, I really don't wish you no success. I just say that because it's what people tend to say from time to time. But I wish you no success. I hope you are out within the next two years because you're ignoring move of hiring a racist piece of shit guy. That's just well, all I'm gonna say is this we talked about this before the hire about college coaches want to have too much control over their uh, players. We talked about this already. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the moves I was talking about where this is fine if you're in college football because you can control the players' attitudes, their demeanor towards the guy, whatever like that. You can pretty much control what the athlete does. Right. NFL, them players get in, in that locker room, and if that strength coach says one thing to them or does one thing, you, you got a mutiny on your hands. Yeah, that. You might, have, you might have to ask questions about this and that. But he's a college coach in first year in the NFL. He's going to make stupid judgment calls by thinking that he can dictate what these grown men or these athletes, who a lot of them are getting paid more than what he's getting paid, that. can do. And who's been in the league a lot longer than he's been in the league. And he think he's going to be able to tell them how to do stuff. And they're going to be like, no, I'm not doing this. They're not going to respect them. That's all I got to say. You know, I don't, I never liked them anyway. <laughs> I never, I, I've never liked his, I don't, I don't like his demeanor and something about him. Yeah. Yeah. His, his aura, it's, it's, his vibe. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, I just don't get it. I like, I could deal with, uh, what's Alabama's coach? I, Nick, I could deal with Nick Saban. Yeah. Because Nick Saban, Although Nick Saban's all about football, that's that's what it's about. No, it's no, all no, about yeah, yeah. It's all about football. So I don't when he comes across as having an attitude or something like that, I can get it because it's all about football. Coach K, same thing. It's all it's all about basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. Devil Sweeney in yeah, Clemson. I I get it. I understand his passion and everything like that. I just don't get it with Urban Meyer. I just don't get it. Something yeah. about him, I just don't like. It yeah. seems like he's. Seems kind of fake and phony. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what it is. It's, I, I think he's kind of phony, but hey, we'll see how how he does in Duval County. Back. Right. him out. We're gonna take this. Take a break. We're gonna go pay some bills real quick. When we get back, we'll jump into the NCAA basketball. Is it the Zags and the Bears and the national championship guarantee? Because it seems like those are the two best teams. Um. Talk to NCAA, their top 16, who they put in their 16. Uh, we definitely got to shout out some HBCUs. 
is Black History Month. We'll discuss HBCUs and their place in NCAA basketball. All right. What's Golden Universe? Here's a snippet of No F's Given by Raleigh artist Discreet. Girl, what is you talking about? Are you even sure? Get the drama out your mouth or hit the door. We got a night to the fight. And I want to start it off right. Girl, I think I'm too gone for this shit. Girl, I ain't got no time for no lip. What's Golden Universe? We back. About to get into this NCAA basketball right now. So we know the Zags, the Zags and and the Baylor Bears is one two. I feel like they are the teams to beat to get to the NCAA championship. I don't think it's. I don't even think it's close. Overrated. Overrated. One of those teams is overrated. Who 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 is overrated? One of those teams is overrated. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see how, how how are they overrated. One of those teams playing American East, where their biggest competition is BYU. I'm, no, they don't play in the American East, do they? No. It's, yes, Gonzaga plays in the American East, where their biggest competition is BYU and Pepperdine. Well, the Zags are still, but the Zags have played people though. They played. They, 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 they give them. They have played out of their games, out of their eleven and zero, and out of their eleven zero games, they played. They played Kansas early. They played Virginia a couple weeks ago. Virginia was a good. Team. I think they played. They played Iowa mm-hmm. in December, and they played West Virginia in December. Mm-hmm. So out of that, as a matter of fact, no matter of fact, they played Virginia in December. They played Iowa in December. And they play West Virginia in December, and they play Kansas in November. So all those games are early in the season. The rest, they're not playing anybody. They, they're you look at the they playing in the American East. They playing against schools I've never heard of before. Yeah, but we know that. But Gonzaga's always played top tier teams, and they're right. always which, there. Which and right. I just feel like this might be their season. Right. No, but if this was any other non-COVID year. They won't be even if they were 11 0, they won't be ranked where they are. They won't well, be you know, they're ranked number, they're already ranked number one because of who they have returning anyway. They're already preseason number one. I still don't, I think this is the perfect year for them. I mean, come on, they got they played, they played St. Mary's, they played Portland University, San Diego University, Santa Clara University. I get your schedule, and we'll see what happens when they. But you know what you got to do, though? But you know what you have to respect about them, though? Is that they go out, they whoever's on their schedule, they beat them. And I think a lot of these teams that are big D1s don't want to play Gonzaga because it's going to hurt their resume. Um, Baylor, I think Baylor's a... I think... Baylor's legit. I, I think Baylor's a better team. And Gonzaga has better players, maybe. I like how Baylor plays, but Gonzaga got a Gonzaga got a team too, because that sucks. I think they Gonzaga has a. I just think it's Gonzaga and Bears. There's nobody else. 
It's going to be Gonzaga and the Bears in the national championship. I can't. I, I don't see. Well, first, thinking. first, you know, we should have started this segment off with a moment of silence for the Carolina Tar Heels because, woo, woo, this season has been a tough one. You know what? And since I'm feeling generous, might as well have one for the, for uh, Duke as well. I even no, say their no, name no, this no, week. No, no, I would no, say no. their name this week. I would give them a moment of silence too because it is rough. When NC State has a better record than both of us, like, come on now. No, no, I, I understand that. NC but... State? Yeah, I get that, but NC State still like the NC State is garbage. They 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 split exactly. with us at the end of the day. They still split with us. We still beat NC State. Once. We're still gonna be uh, we still gonna be Duke the other day. I don't think we play Duke again. We don't play. Yeah, Duke we do. Anymore. Yeah, we the last game on the schedule is, is Duke. So they did that's schedule it. Game. Yeah. Okay. Unless they, unless they cancel it, that's the last schedule. That's the last game when they we already no, beat them once this year. So you know, I don't I don't care for Duke. I'm glad they're they're struggling the way they're struggling. They're below five hundred. I'm praying they don't even make the tournament this year. No, they won't. They won't make the tournament. They, they that's, that's, Kentucky. That's I don't feel bad for Kentucky neither. I'm glad Kentucky. They ain't making the tournament this year neither. Carolina, we'll make the tournament. We might be a 14 seed or a 13 seed, <laughs> hey, but we're gonna we're be in the tournament. And that's all we it's needed been, to get to the. It's tournament. been a rough, rough no, year. No, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a rough year. I think with us though, we have so many freshmen on the team that, um, with it being a COVID year, we didn't have uh, chemistry as as well as we want. But the thing I love is that everybody's coming back, except for Garrison Brooks because he graduated. He graduated, but I'm pretty sure everybody is coming back. Um, so we'll be fine. I mean, hey, we're good. We're not great. I like what we see. We have flashes. Um, so it sucks because I mean, who who do you have the sixteen? Who who? What's the top sixteen in the? Uh, but you got Baylor. Oh, you got Gonzaga. The, the top, the top, the top seeds in each bracket. Don't they got the seeds out now? I think I, I, have- I don't. I, I don't know, but I know it's probably. I know Baylor. I know Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, and Ohio State are one through four. I so they probably get the top seeds. Yeah, I think they're definitely going to get the top seeds. Uh, I'm trying to um, excuse it. I'm looking for it real quick. Um, I don't think it's going to. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna find it in time. Oh, here we go. I think I got it. I think I got. It. Okay, so okay, the top four. No, this isn't it either. Oh well, I can't find it right now. I apologize. I'm trying to find this and I couldn't I find it. it. I got it. You got, got it. it. Okay, good, good, good. The top four is. Gonzaga, Ohio State, Baylor, and what's his school right here? Why is it only three schools? Uh, wait, no, this isn't it. What is this? Why is it on three regions? I don't know what they're doing this year. It's kind of confusing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, like I said, I can't yeah. find it neither. But either way, I still I still think because they're having it all in one place, right? I think they are. If I'm not mistaken, I haven't heard any information. I haven't heard too much. So 
if they have it in all one place and teams, well, it's not really that much traveling anyway. And I think they're going to get more breaks in between games mm-hmm. since it's all in one place. So instead of playing every other day, they might play every three days. They might play a game. Yeah. Okay. I, think, I found it. Okay. I found, found it. it. Okay. What is it? You got it's Gonzaga, Ohio State. These are the one seed. The one seeds are Gonzaga, Ohio State, Baylor, Michigan. Your two seeds are Villanova, Illinois, Alabama, and uh, Houston. Your threes are Iowa, uh, West Virginia, um, Virginia. And Oklahoma, and your last, your top four is Florida State, Tennessee, uh, Texas, and Texas Tech. Which I like Texas Tech, by the way. Like Mac McClung from from Texas Tech. That's a bad white boy. That's a bad white boy. Uh, given that I have ACC bias, uh, I like Virginia to go well. That's Virginia. See, you like my dad. You like my dad. When he comes to the NCAA <laughs> tournament, you got to pull for all the ACC. No. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. no. I'm not pulling for them. them. I'm pulling for them. Listen, I said I like them because I see them the most. They're on they're oh, on the board okay. game. We get the regional games. So I see them play more than I see the other teams play. So because I see them play, I, I like. I can see I like to step forward. And I can see them going further in the tournament. That doesn't mean necessarily I'm rooting for them. I can see them doing well in the tournament. Okay. I, I still think it's only going to come down to Baylor. And no, Gonzaga. I'm not picking Gonzaga. I'm not picking They don't play anybody. They don't play anybody. And they will always be the Cinderella team that does well in the playoffs. I mean, does well, does well. Like, oh my gosh, this is. Mid-major school, they did they they did well. They made it to the Swiss team. They made it to the Elite Eight. They get bounced out. Well, Talent well, level well, just my guy. They, they get just, bounced out in the Elite Eight. I'm just gonna tell you like this: Gonzaga's like they always do. Gonzaga's that squad this year. I think it's Gonzaga and Baylor <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, and we'll find out. It's like I say, everything this year is just different. It just feels weird. It all started with the championship nba bubble championship um like i said the super bowl didn't feel right didn't feel like the super bowl this ncaa tournament doesn't seem like the ncaa tournament because teams are 11 and teams are like what maybe nine and <laughs> 12 and five and they're ranked like 11 or something like that it's it's, it, yeah it's all over the place um i do if you before play 13 we, games, you make the tournament. So fact, before we end the segment and, and jump into the last one for the night, um, got to give some love to HBCUs. Look, so the other day, right, I was watching, um, uh, what was it? It's a, it's a, it's a show or it was a documentary on, um, the show, uh, on ESPN Plus, it was hosted by Chris Chris Paul. Anyways, it's um, it was about uh, North Carolina Central, the coach for North Carolina Central University, and he was talking about okay. how they went from uh, they went from in, they went from Division Two to Division One. He was basically talking about their program, 
and how uh, a lot of the HBCUs don't get as much pub as the schools, you know, the D1 schools that we know are accustomed to knowing, the Michigans, the Carolinas, the Dukes, the Zags, Florida's, all of them. They get the money. Um, and they're just he was just talking about how majority of HBCUs are built in low income neighborhoods. So all their money comes from I wouldn't say low income low come in uh, low income neighborhoods, I apologize. They're in black areas, black neighborhoods. So of course their money and their fan base comes from the locals. So if you're not winning, they're not gonna come see you. Central's won the last two um MEAC, I think they're in the MEAC. I don't think they're in the swag. I think they're in the MEAC, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but HBCUs, I, I think people forget that HBUs back in the day used to be dominant with with NBA caliber players. Of course, because we couldn't go to white schools like that. Um, so I had to make a shout out to the the Morehouses, the Clark Atlanta. No, stop, 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 stop right there. there. Stop. We're not doing that. We, we are not doing that. that no. See, no. No. I, that's what I wish people stopped doing. Stop giving Howard, Morehouse, Clark, Spellman, all these other schools love. They get love. Yeah, that's true. It's the, uh, it's the other Fact. smaller schools that don't get love. The Tennessee States, the Elizabeth City States, the Fayetteville yes. States. Um, um, the Thune Cookmans of the world, Thune Cookmans, yeah, yeah. Morris, look, I posted Bowie the other State, night, yeah, I posted the other day. West Virginia, West Virginia, there's a hold on, I want to make sure I get it right. Is it West Virginia State University? Is a is an HBCU, but it's dominantly white, is, but is 50% white, 7% black, and 22% other. Their That's faculty. True. Their faculty is 60%, 66% white, and black faculty don't even make the chart. Wow. So when you do so and that's because and it, so and I get it, it's in West Virginia, and it's all there are black people saying West Virginia, right. but that's because so much focus on HBCUs is always on the bigger schools, the, the more known ones. Mm-hmm. And like other schools are struggling. There's yeah. a school right now here in Concord, Barbara Scotia, that is the HBCU. And it's like every year they struggle to raise money, but every year you hear about people giving money to Howard or money to Morehouse or giving money to this. Those school has endowments already. Give it to the schools who don't have money, who are struggling to keep their doors open, who are actually making a way for more black students to go because more black students can get into Elizabeth City or to a Barbara Scotia or to a Johnson C. Smith yeah. than black students can, can, get, can get into Howard or, or to Hampton. Yeah, I'm just saying, so, man. There's more HBCUs out there, folks. No, 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 no. There's, there's too many. There's, there's a, it's a ridiculous amount of HBCUs. There's some out there. There and and this uh, Stephen F. Stephen F. Austin out there in Texas, uh, who's also beginning to be more predominantly white. There's even one in California. Oh, there's as one well. in Cali. Yeah, that's one. That's a small one out in Cali. But once again, you'll never hear about it. I didn't learn about it until I was doing my research mm-hmm. about it, and it was like, dang, we play so much focus on the power schools in Atlanta and yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's that's all you know. Well, that's because they were the, they were the, they were there first. Well, no, that's another thing. That's what people always think. Oh, Actually, really? The okay. First, 
the first HBCU, quote unquote, was in Raleigh with Shaw. Shaw's the founder of all HBCUs. If you allow, if you allow them to talk about it, so all of them extend from 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 Shaw. All of them started off with that with that lineage, but those schools just became the school to go to or became popular wow. because of the success for people coming from that school. Right. Okay. So then. Chad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep going. Go no, ahead. I'm listening. So, so then you have people like, let's say, you say Diddy and Howard. Diddy didn't graduate from Howard, but everybody knows Diddy went to Howard, though. Yeah. So you got, so you got that. So you got that prestige to come with it. You yeah. have a lot of these celebrities who went to these schools, but they didn't graduate. Graduate. That is true. That is fact. And bro. regardless is of what fact. people may think, regardless of what people think, there's a difference between going to an HBCU. And then graduate, graduating graduate. from an HBCU, we are we are totally different. It's a different vibe. It's a different. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 totally different because you can go to a school for one year. That'd be like me saying, "Oh, I went to Carolina." Yeah. And all, but you didn't graduate. But no, you didn't graduate though. So you didn't right. miss. You didn't complete the the goal. The goal is yeah. the goal of college and graduate. So that's why I'm shout outing. I love I love uh, Elizabeth City State University. Uh, I have to do better. I have to become a better alumni. I have to do better at supporting and get and giving back because they are doing great things. Yeah, out yeah, there. I heard. I gotta they, get they're, up they're doing ECSU. great things. Shout out, shout out to our modern ECSU. And shout out to all the smaller HBCUs. Yo, so yeah, that's what I meant to say. So there is a hundred and seven HBCUs, and out of a hundred and seven, three, three are closed. Concordia College in Alabama closed in 2018. Lewis College of Business, I don't know where that's at, closed in 2013. And then uh, St. Paul's College closed in 2013. But there is a ton. I didn't realize there was 107. I didn't know there was this many. Yeah, actively, actively. Yeah. Now there is there is a few that is um, not recognized. Some of them are not recognized by the U.S. Department of Education as a as an HBCU. So the ones that are not considered an HBCU but is listed as an HBCU is Birmingham Estonian Baptist Bible College, Harvard College, Charles Drew University of Medicine and Science. Hood Theological, uh, Johnson C. Smith Theological Seminary, Miles School of Law, Payne Theology, however you say it, y'all get it. Uh, and then, not critically, not currently accredited HBCUs are Morris Brown College. Oh, I didn't even know that was a real college. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Knoxville College um, and Barbara Scotia College. Yeah, that's it. Which is crazy. Like I said, 107. That goes to show you there's a lot of HBCUs out there. Yeah, and like and I said, yeah, we do got to put pub into the the, the unknown ones. North Carolina, North Carolina has the most. Uh, I can name all the ones in North Carolina. We got we got Shaw, we got Fayetteville State, we got Elizabeth City State, we got North Carolina Central. We got North Carolina A&T, got Winston-Salem State, mm-hmm. Barbara Scotia. Mm-hmm. I think Bennett is Bennett mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Yeah, Bennett is in North Carolina, and I think I'm missing one more. Livingstone. Livingstone. You got St. Augs. 
Oh, I yeah. forgot. Oh, St. Augustine. Yeah, Livingstone and J.C. Smith. J.C. Smith. Her theological cemetery, seminary is in Salisbury. That's but that, that, is, that, that is an extension of J.C. Smith, the main campus here in Charlotte. Oh, so. uh, gosh, gosh, gosh. That's crazy. Like I said, I never knew that. So, big shout out to all the HBUs. Again, a big, big shout out to all my ECSU alumni out there that's doing big, big things. Right. You get what I'm saying? I think it's uh, a shout out to FAMU. That's FAMU. So yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, all day. Shout out FAMU University. You know what I'm saying? Moms went there. You know, baby sis went there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to A and T because that's where Brock went. Uh, they both A and T. They started to get like Howard. So both A and T. Oh, I'm they, done. They started. I'm, you know, I'm saying because. More and more celebrities are starting to uh, graduate or go to uh, or come stay from there. Yeah, they starting to get like that where people just know them because a celebrity went there. Yeah, and not necessarily know. Well, the everybody school. knows A and T because A and T be popping off when it comes to the uh, to their homecoming. Let's just Aggie Eagle Classic. You know what I'm saying? Oh, growing up, the game to go to was the Battle of the Borders of South Carolina State and North Carolina A and T. This is back when they used that. This is back when uh, Bank of America was called the Erickson Stadium when the Panthers first got here. Oh, Boy, it was hype. Yeah, I was nah. to If you've never been to an HBCU football game or basketball game, it is. Shout out, shout out HBCUs it's and all that we do. Back. Uh, before we end the segment, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk about this goat of all goats convo. There's a lot of them. I might be biased, but we'll we'll find out. All right, we'll be back. Let's go to university back at it before we end the segment, the show for the night. We're going to talk about this goat of all goats. Tom Brady just won his seventh or seventh NFL championship, seventh Super Bowl in ten years. Serena Williams is, I want to say, second all time in women in matches won. I can't remember. Don't know. I don't follow tennis like that. I just know she's bad as shit in it. Point blank. Period. Um, Wayne Gretzky is considered the goat in hockey. At least that's what I was growing to learn. Um, Muhammad Ali, Jordan. I don't know the goat in baseball. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, due to technical difficulties, that we have to the show's a wrap for the day. I don't know what happened. One man's in. We're gonna have to pick up the goat of all goats discussion. Uh, at the 
have to pick up the gun while it goes next to the <laughs> Yo, uh, hey, that's what happens when you're doing live shows. It is what it is. Uh, I know a man will get it fixed. We'll be back at y'all next week. Um, for the time being, uh, y'all make sure y'all go to uh, Uniquely Dip. Again, like I said, to get your chocolate covered strawberry. Guys, if you're still kind of late, or ladies, if you're still kind of late on Valentine's Day, it is half off. Um, so go check them out on IG, uh, Uniquely Dip, and their Facebook page. You got some good stuff. You did. Other than that, yo, y'all have a blessed one. See you guys later. Peace.